Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You worked all week. Work, 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 work. You didn't have time to look at your fantasy lineups. Son of a But don't be afraid. That's why we give you Weekend Fantasy Update. Woohoo! Welcome back to our number two of Weekend Fantasy Update. Week 15 in the NFL. Typical semifinal playoff action in season-long fantasy. If your season-long fantasy aspirations have expired, put in a DFS lineup. Plenty to do. Plenty to do. How, yeah, how you... Uh, Jim, you have a, a bunch of lineups this week uh, in DFS? Uh, I have a couple. I haven't really, with everything going on, uh, I'll mm-hmm. probably play the, the Sunday slate, and I'm probably going to do it tomorrow morning because it's just so much injury in, information we don't have yet. Right, right, absolutely. I mean, I, I've made a couple. I always like to make a couple early in the week just to you know give it a run and see what's going on. Uh, hey, let but, me give you one. I, okay, I, go I, for I'm it. I'm with no, because I'm with you. I found it a little difficult to put these lineups together. So I, I, I put one together uh, today, though. Uh, I went with Josh Allen against Detroit, and we're going to be talking about the Bills game now uh, as my quarterback, obviously. And uh, running backs, I went uh, I, uh, Barkley. Saquon Barkley, uh, Joe Mixon. I think he's going to have a nice week against uh, the Raiders. And uh, wide receiver, I kind of went low budget. I went uh, Larry Fitzgerald, uh, Sterling Shepard with OBJ out, and uh, Kenny Stills. I know it's against Minnesota, but uh, you know he's been coming on the past couple weeks. And uh, tight end, I might change it, but I, I went with Vernon Davis. Uh, I want to see how much uh, Ian Thomas is somebody that uh, we just spoke about. I want to see how much he is. Uh, And uh, at my flex, I was able to fit uh, Ezekiel Elliott in there, and I uh, put the Bills as my defense. Now we have a lot of, you know, a few of the same players in my early one. Here's one Uh I I did. This is one I did. I probably set this, I think it was Wednesday. Um, Mm -hmm. And and probably I might tweak it, but uh, I got Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. Uh, QB, uh, I got Ezekiel Elliott, right. I got Joe Mixon, I got Tyler Boyd, I got Sterling Shepard, Kenny Stills, George Kittle at tight end, and then I have mm-hmm. at flex, I have Jalen Samuels, and then I have the Baltimore defense. So, you know, you it's, uh, yeah. It, it, yeah, it, it's an early start. I may juggle it a little bit. Not really sure. Mm-hmm. I love the fact of having two Cincinnati Bengals in there right now, so I may adjust that. Right, right. All right. Uh, I'm with you on that, and uh, so let's take a look at this uh, this Bills game, Bills and the Lions. Be- before we uh, do that, can I ask you a quick question and just get your thoughts on it, and we'll do it fairly absolutely. quickly because it, it's interesting to me. You know, already people talking about the 2019 draft and you know fantasy football drafts and what we're looking at in the first round. Um, Scotty Angle, the king, he, yeah. he seems to think that Pat Mahomes should definitely be a first round pick in 2019 fantasy football drafts. Now, you know, we're all indoctrinated now that we like to wait on quarterbacks because there are guys like Pat Mahomes that come out of the late rounds that do what he's doing. I mean, not really often, but he's doing it this year. Um, Right, right. Do you think Pat Mahomes changes that in 2019 uh, and and goes out there and is a number one fantasy draft pick? Uh, Well, not number one overall, but first round yeah, draft yeah, pick yeah. in 2019 and if so do you think that's a smart move all right uh i will not be taking a quarterback in the first round uh but i've kind of come to the conclusion that you know cause I, 
we all like to wait on quarterbacks. I think this year I just waited like too long in some leagues where uh, at one point I ended up having to settle for a Garofalo from the 49ers and you saw what happened to him injury uh, you know and then I ended up uh, in a couple other leagues having to draft uh, Kirk Cousins in a couple leagues and and he's to me he's been a, a big big disappointment. Now, what, do oh, I yeah, think absolutely. that? <laughs> now, do I think I mean, that Mahomes you can't put it out there enough? <laughs> yeah. So you you've owned him a couple of leagues. You you feel the pain. <laughs> well, I, I don't. I didn't draft him anyway. Oh, he's smart. <laughs> Actually, okay. no, well, no, no. It wasn't like... really a matter. It wasn't really a matter of being smart. I, I've, I've uh-huh. just never been really a big fan of his. Uh, so it wasn't <laughs> that I thought he would have a bad season this year. I've just right, never right. never really liked him. Uh, I've thought you know, he's he, you know. Even though I, I drafted him, in the past I thought he was overrated. But with Stefan Diggs and Adam Thielen, and, you know, I thought uh, – who thought that Kyle Rudolph would fade as much as he did? Now, let's face yeah. it, Kyle, Kyle Rudolph's numbers have been decreasing season by season. But to, to have the kind of season that he's having – so I figured with those three options right there and, and throwing the, uh, you know, those uh, uh, passes to Dalvin Cook uh, once, once he got rolling. I thought that, you know, I thought he'd have a – just. Th- well, you know, it, it, it's offense. hard to do that. It, it's really hard to do that when the offensive line is that bad. And, yes, you know, and it we, took a big we, step everybody, Everybody's been talking about that all season with, with Eli. Right, right. But nobody's really been talking about it as far as Cousins goes. I, I mean, same problem. The offensive line is terrible. He doesn't really mm-hmm. have a lot of time to set up and make any plays. And, you know, right, right. It, it's just, you know, the offense is calling such vanilla plays as well that, mm-hmm. you know, it's hard. It, what we're seeing now is we're seeing all these teams that, you know, in the hunt, most of them are playing this aggressive new style of football and fast-paced and, you know, mm-hmm. trying to come up with innovations and using people doing different things as opposed to you're a wide receiver stay out there, play wide receiver, and shut up. You know, right, 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 now they're right. getting them involved in the running game, now they're throwing passes, you know, things like that. So we're seeing that a lot of, and we're just not seeing them really up to that task. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, new offensive coordinator next year may may end up taking them that way, but they're definitely not there yet. Yeah. But I, I think that Mahomes in a in – a- fairly high percentage of leagues is going to be a first-round pick. Uh, do I think it's right? Uh, I, I personally don't. I, I don't think he's going to take too much of a step back. The guy is really – you watch this guy play. He is so reactionary. He's he's really, really good. <laughs> I mean, and that's not a, a scientific assessment of his, yeah, of his skills. He's really, really he's good. He's really, really but, good. <laughs> but when you look at what he does, he's able to react to, 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 to what's going on. If he has to throw it with his left hand, he'll do it. You know, I'm now, wait, wait. I, I liked it the first time when he completed it. Now I'm starting to think he's getting a little too free and loose with that trying to throw with the left hand. A couple of those throws he made the other night with that left hand should have been dangerous. picked off. Yeah, 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 yeah. definitely <laughs> dangerous. Um, yeah. And he's going to eventually take a take a real nut from that, one of those, because yeah. he just, you know, it, there's a way to do it and there's a way not to do it. Uh, you know, I, I don't know. When you're, when you're just throwing it like that just to get it out of your hand, sometimes mm-hmm. that is definitely not the right move. Yeah, but in terms of like next year's draft, depending on where I'm drafting from, I'm either going to go uh, two uh, running backs or a running back and a wide receiver. And I'm thinking at this stage, I, I might go for a quarterback a little earlier in terms of maybe like a fifth, sixth round. But uh, unfortunately, yeah, but see, I'm not going to get know, look, look, look at the quarterbacks that went early this year. Rodgers, Brady, yeah. Breeze, yeah. you know, and Watson. Uh, Watson. You yeah, know, yeah. all guys, you know, Jimmy Wilson. Garoppolo went early in a lot of leagues yeah, that I was yeah, in, yeah, which yeah. was driving me nuts anyway. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> but, mm-hmm. you know, most of those guys haven't lived up to the potential anyway. Uh, right. let, let's face it. I mean, Rogers, Watson's been decent, but Rogers, yeah, you're Watson, definitely right. Yeah, but, yeah. you know, Watson had a, a real string there where he wasn't doing anything fantasy-wise. Yes. They yes. were winning games, but he wasn't doing much fantasy-wise. Right. Um, so, you know, it, it's all tough. I just There's just too many other skill position players I want before. I'm going to take yeah. the quarterback in the first round. Uh, oh, but I agree. That, yeah. Even that being said, um, the one thing I do know is out of the you know the 12 picks that are made in the first round of drafts next year, most mm-hmm. likely five of them will be a bust. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it happens. Yeah, have, almost every it. year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. 
So do you think uh, that he – I mean, it sounds like you're not – there's no way you're going to be drafting uh, Mahomes in the first round. Do you think it's it's, no. it's a bad move? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, look, it, it's the right move if he ends up coming out and having the same type of freaking year. I mean, he's got 45 touchdowns already. He's on right, track right. to break all kinds of records. He's having mm-hmm. a phenomenal year. I get it. He's a phenomenal quarterback. But even with that being said, when Eric, uh, Eric when Aaron Rodgers was playing at that elite level, I still wouldn't have used a first-round pick on him. Right, and he was going in the first round. I remember, I think, also in, in his in his prime, even though he's still playing at a high level, Breeze was going in the first round of a lot of drafts, you know, especially in, uh, you know, deeper leagues, 12 to 14. But, uh, yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I mean, you play in 60 leagues. Maybe you should experiment, and maybe in a couple of them, uh, take Mahomes in the first round. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, maybe. Who knows? Uh, I, I might try it. You know, I might try it in a couple of best ball leagues and see what happens, mm-hmm. but. You know, I don't see me doing that too often. Right. Well, the, the, the poster child for uh, quarterbacks, you know, waiting on quarterbacks and it backfiring, uh, not only is uh, Kirk Cousins, but the guy we're going to talk about now, Matthew Stafford, QB 21 yeah. this year, QB 6 last year. He's always been a decent, you know, uh, fantasy quarterback. Because he he's you know, always from- had to throw a ton. Yeah, and, you yeah. know, when you throw a ton, you're going to put up good fantasy points almost all the time. Uh, mm-hmm. The fact of the matter is he hasn't, you know, when Carryon Johnson was healthy, they were running the ball well, um, mm-hmm. and he just didn't have to, and now he's just got no receivers to do it too. I mean, I like Kenny Galladay, but I like him as a number two. He has shown nothing yet as being a number one that he could be that true number one. He's got a lot to learn. Yeah, past three weeks, five, three, and two catches for Kenny Galladay. But uh, I think he will eventually develop into, uh, yeah, he could be like a mid-level wide receiver one, but uh, not yet, not yet. (laughs) And uh, like we mentioned earlier, Kerryon Johnson out. Um, This backfield, Zach Zenner last week, 12 carries, LeGarrette Blunt, 14 carries. I mean, that's just... You know, put an X and avoid them, right? Just get, if you have to, theoretic and PPR, you know, maybe get to the four or five catches and hope. hopefully you could add some uh, yards onto that. Well, look, you know, the, the, the one thing I will say, I, I, you know, if you have to, I, I think LeGarrette Blunt could be in play. You know, Buffalo mm. has given up 14 rushing touchdowns on the season. Uh, so, mm. you know, that's no joke. Their, their defense is great against the pass. Number one against quarterbacks, number three against wide receivers, number one against tight ends, uh, but number 22 uh, against running backs. So, you know, mm. they're giving up a lot of points on the ground. So, you know, Blount could get in this one, and I think he has a real good shot to score because that's mm-hmm. definitely where Buffalo is having issues. But uh, outside of that, you know, he doesn't really give you much in the passing game, which is always a, a hurt. You, you want to see a, a, you know, a running back that catches a few passes and give mm-hmm. you a, a little floor with those, those few passes. When you're not catching those few passes, then, you know, it, the floor is just non-existent. Yes. Yeah, you're laying on the floor. Yeah. Uh, Josh Allen. You, you lay on seven. the Garrett Blunt. <laughs> well, no, does he no. know? Uh, th- does or do you know? have like one of those big wall cutouts that you actually just put on your bed? <laughs> hey, let's uh, change the subject to Josh Allen. QB seven over the past four weeks. QB seven. Uh, I got a prop bet on him. Total rushing yards for week fifteen, and it seems low to me. Over under forty six and a half. Oh, definitely. Man, this was, oh, come on. this was my favorite bet last week. They had him yeah. at 34 and a half last week. What's and up we with thought, these people, right? <laughs> I, I loved, I loved, I loved, I loved it. I couldn't believe it was so low. It was my pick of the week. And I'm telling you what, it's my pick, pick of the week again. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I just, th- this kid is just running too well right now. Um, I just, you know. Detroit does a really good job at stopping quarterback runs. They really do. But Josh Allen is just running at such a really good level right now. And, uh, you know, I just I can't see him going under that. It is a tough matchup for him, no doubt. Uh, damn, I don't have the numbers in front of me. But I I, uh, I, th- I want to say Detroit's only given up something like 60 or si- 63 rushing yards to quarterbacks so far on the season. Right. Um, so, that sounds, you know, it's that sounds like not a lot. Right. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's why this number is so low. But uh, but I'll, I'll take the over in this one. 
I don't feel as strongly about it this week as I did last week. Last week, I absolutely thought it was a lock, no doubt about it. Mm -hmm. One of the few bets I did make last week. This week, I like it. Not as much of a lock because Detroit is playing so well against it, but I do think he gets it. So, uh, in the questions that we've been getting over the past week, uh, Josh Allen, is he startable over guys like uh, Aaron Rodgers, who's playing the, the, the Bears this week? Is he startable over Cam Newton, which, to me, it's an automatic yes, that one. Uh, and I've, we've even been asked about Tom Brady. Is Josh Allen startable uh, over Tom Brady? What's your thoughts? I like Brady this week. Uh, you know, I, I like Allen, uh, but I, li- I like Brady this week against Pittsburgh. I, I think it's going to be a slugfest. I think these guys are going to go back and forth. Uh, Pittsburgh mm-hmm. should be able to put up points against New England at home. So I expect mm-hmm. New England to counteract that. And uh, So I, I do like Brady this week, but I, I do like Allen as well. Um, you know, if Detroit shuts down his rushing, though, we're going to get screwed. Uh, right. <laughs> if that comes to fruition, we're done because mm-hmm. he's really not going to be able to carry you through the air he needs right. those you know 100 yards rushing to get you there but if That's he gets point. anywhere yeah. close to that i think he's going to be a, a damn good play this week and mm-hmm. you know cam newton new orleans playing better defense of late uh you know nothing spectacular but not not as terrible as they were at the beginning of the season on the season they're 29th against opposing quarterbacks over the last five weeks at number 13 um mm-hmm. and same thing with wide receivers 32nd on the season over the last five weeks in number 16 um you know and and that's against some you know decent offenses we talk about tampa bay dallas atlanta philly and, and cincinnati well cincinnati right um yeah, so you yeah. know not 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 totally you know garbage offenses they did this against so they've been playing better defense and i expect that trend to continue with the fact that cam newton's shoulder is hurting um yeah. you know i think it's it's a tight tight one there i i but i i do i think allen is a good play over a lot of guys i like him over matt ryan i like him over uh you know mitch uh, not not mitch trubisky I, I think i like him i do like him a little bit more than uh you know baker mayfield uh, I, I have him over rogers i have him over winston um, mm-hmm. I even have him over Carr, who's been playing really good and has a good matchup. So I, I do like him on the ground this week, but, man, it's definitely a little tight. Yeah. So you do like him uh, more than Rodgers? I do like him more than Rodgers against yeah, that yeah. Chicago defense. And, yeah, I just – Green Bay just looks to be in, in disarray right now. Mm-hmm. Who would have thought that in Week 15 we'd be advocating starting a rookie over Aaron Rodgers? That's just – what kind of a, a football season it's been. <laughs> but we'll come back. Yeah, we'll break down he- more week 15. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there, where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. Great song. Welcome back to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network Weekend Fantasy Update. A little Doobie Brothers, right? Oh, yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. Love the Doobies. That's what I heard about you. You hear a lot of things about me. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, uh... We actually got to let's go to another uh, Twitter question because uh, try to, you know, sometimes when you go through these games, I want to make sure that we, you know, hit the, the, the players that uh, our listeners are, have questions about. 
So uh, I got a question from uh, this guy. He, he tweets at me uh, all season long, the, the chief, right? So he was concerned about Odell Beckham Jr. Uh, and uh, Cortland Sutton. And so he picked up uh, Curtis Samuel, uh, wide receiver for the Panthers. And, of course, Odell Beckham Jr. is out. So he has Antonio Brown and uh, Mike Evans going. So uh, Cortland Sutton or Curtis Samuel this week, one-point PPR. I'm going to go with Samuel. I don't trust Sutton. Uh, you know, not mm-hmm. only is he banged up, but being the number one, I just don't think he's got that kind of talent yet. Uh, he runs a limited route tree. He, you know, has some holes in his game. I just don't think he's ready to go up against, you know, top defensive backs in this league. He needs a true number one opposite him. Uh, I just don't expect him to get that there yet. So I'm going to go with Samuel, who's got good mm-hmm. players around him, but is still involved in the game plan. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm with you on that one. Uh, <clears throat> get to the Bears and the Packers. They're in Chicago. Remember our first game of the season, uh, how that ended up? Packers-Bears. Aaron Rodgers, a little magic. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That was a good game. That was a, yeah, I just, great you know, I, I don't know. I don't think it happens again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, those, those things just happen uh not once in a lifetime, but, you know, once a, once a season. No, it happens quite would... often for Rodgers. We'll yeah. give him that. He definitely has yeah. that kind of ability. And, you know, again, he could have that kind of ability now. There's no doubt about it. It's just mm-hmm. this team is just not playing very good football. He, he's right. got, you know, Devontae Adams, and that's about it. Uh, you right. know, they're right. just not really getting right. anybody, any of the other wide receivers in consistently. Um, you know, and they keep going back and forth between Jamal Williams and – uh, Aaron Jones, I mean, Jones yeah, has been playing good. that was odd the way used them last week. Yeah. I mean, Jones is still getting <laughs> double-digit points and, and doing well for you, but the way the team is using the two of them is, is just ridiculous. It doesn't make any mm-hmm. sense in the world. Uh, right. You know, but then again, uh, you know, look who's calling plays now, Joe Philbin. Okay, yeah. yeah. That was a smart hey. move. <laughs> Let's put the put the ball in the hands of the old-timer. Doesn't know crap about running a new-aged offense. And I have a prop bet about uh, Joe Philbin. Uh, how, how many challenges <laughs> will Joe Philbin use in Week 15? Uh, the uh, it's a point five plus 145. Uh, the under is 190. Now uh, the, he's getting grief because uh, he used uh, both his challenges within the first three plays <laughs> of the, the game last week against the Falcons. So do you think he learned anything? You think he smartened up a little bit? You would like to say yes. You know, <laughs> common man would probably feel like, wow, I did that so much last week and got so much criticism for, for doing it. Maybe I hold off this week. But, you know, maybe he just holds off a little longer. Maybe he right. waits till the second quarter to use both of his challenges. But I think he does. <laughs> <laughs> so we have the, the Bears in week 15, a five-point favorite. Uh, over the uh, Packers, 45-and-a-half is the over-under. Green Bay, 5-7-1. The Bears, 9-and-4. Uh, you know, fantasy goodness here. I, I mean, I, what uh, Devontae Adams has turned into is just amazing. One of the, if not the most consistent uh, wide receiver in football. And it was strange how uh, Aaron Jones, he kind of, you know, was missing in, in the first quarter, but then he finally uh, he ended up out uh, out touching uh, Jamal Williams. So uh, basically on the Packers side, anyone other than Aaron Jones or uh, Devontae Adams? I mean, Jimmy Graham, the, the Bears uh, held them to two catches for eight yards in their first game. And, uh, yeah, I can't trust Jimmy Graham either. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, plus, he's still not 100% healthy. I still think he's got that thing on his hand. Um, so, right. yeah, I really can't like him in this matchup against Chicago. The only other person I would use is Aaron Jones. Uh, those yeah. would be – I'd use Devontae Adams. I'd use Aaron Jones. And, yeah. you know, unless I really didn't have another option, I, I might not even use Aaron Rodgers this week. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of people, you know, we, we talked about it. We even heard uh, uh, Dane uh, Speed's the spitting statistician that, uh, you know, he would he would sit uh, Aaron Rodgers like like we had said against uh, Josh Allen. So a lot of people down on him on Rodgers this week. And uh, let's face it, with good reason. So Hey, uh, Rodgers, <clears throat> I think it was the first three weeks, maybe first – Three out of first four weeks, I think maybe he was a, he had top five quarterback numbers in three out of those first four weeks. Hasn't done it since. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Um, so on the uh, Bears side, in terms of fantasy, Jordan Howard, he got his first 100-yard rushing game of the season last week, 101 yards. Past two weeks against the Giants and Rams, a little over five yards per carry. You know, he had good matchups, took advantage of them. Um, Green Bay has given up 4.94 yards per carry to running backs over the past two weeks uh, against the Falcons and the uh, Cardinals. Are you, you know, what do you think about uh, Howard as an option uh, in, in season-long and, uh, and in DFS? I don't love him. It's hard to love him. He's let us down so much this year, but he is definitely playing better. Um, and, you know, the one thing we, we thought would happen was Chicago would want to get him more involved as we get into the colder weather, as we get closer to the playoffs, because they do need that guy that can come in and grind out a clock when they need it to happen. So I, I think they keep getting him involved. I think there's a chance Chicago can get out to a lead in this game. And if they do, I think he's in play again. So I, I don't, hate him i also don't mm-hmm. love him right right uh what about Tariq cohen second among running backs uh, with 679 receiving yards of course uh, mccaffrey is first uh rb11 on the season in ppr uh you feel a little bit more comfortable using him in the in this game well, yeah, I mean, Cohen's been a lot more consistent on the season. Like you said, he, he's been been there pretty much double digits. Um, you know, the, he started out slow, but this whole team did. Once they got ignited, you know, week four and really started coming on, uh, I think there's only two weeks that he didn't hit double-digit points, and that was one against the Bills, the other against the Vikings, two great teams against the Rush. So, you know, they killed kind of held him in check but I mean you, you got to like what he's been doing lately um, you know he, he hasn't been he doesn't rush for a lot of yardage I mean he did have 69 yards against the Rams last week but you know he's catching passes two weeks ago against the Giants he did almost all his damage in the passing game with 12 receptions for 156 yards mm-hmm. so you know mm-hmm. I, I like the fact that he's been seeing a good number of targets I expect that to be the case in, in this one as well I think he's a good play he should get you double digit points are you concerned with uh, Trubisky's kind of a, his downturn? 165 or fewer passing yards in three of his last four. Even his rushing has gone down. First seven games of the uh, season, 42 uh, average yards rushing per game. And his last four, just 22 and a half. Yeah, well, it definitely. <laughs> well, okay. Now, you, he was out in two of those games. If you're mm-hmm. counting those four, I mean, it, he's got more than that. If no, I'm not counting. His last... No, no, no. <clears throat> I'm not counting the games that he was out. Okay, so he, he had 23 last average. week. Oh, average. Okay, that, that's what yeah, I yeah, missed. Yeah, I thought you were talking yeah, total yeah. yards. Okay. Yeah, no, 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 he's average. not running yeah. as much as he had to, no doubt about it. Um, you know, had a bad game against the Vikings, 165, one touchdown. And you're right. Did, uh, three out of his last four, he's only thrown the one touchdown. And, you know, against the Rams, that wasn't – they're not a great defense. You know, they have some good names on defense, but overall, as a whole defense, they have not been playing great on the season. So for him to to go in, you know, at home, play the Rams and only have 110 yards and a touchdown is a rough, rough game for fantasy owners. I expect more from him this week. I think he has a better game against the Packers uh, in this one, you know, bounces back from that really bad game. Uh, Again, I don't love him. Uh, but mm-hmm. he's like right in that cusp of you know quarterback twelve this week. Right. Does that trickle down enough to make uh, some of his wide receivers uh, startable? Like Allen Robinson, uh, just under four catches and fifty receiving yards, average over the past four games, no touchdowns. Uh, th- does does he bounce back enough to make Allen Robinson <laughs> a viable start in week fifteen? I think he's got a shot to be a viable star. I like Allen Robinson, so I'm always a little color-based there. Um, Mm -hmm. But uh, it's just, you know, as the QB goes, so go the wide receivers. If you think Trubisky is going to bounce back and have a better game, then you got to think that Robinson is going to be involved in that. If you don't like Trubisky this week, you can't like Robinson. Right, right. Uh, Any other uh, players that intrigue you here? Uh, Taylor Gabriel? Uh, no, not really. Just disappeared. Yep. He's just and yeah. uh, Trey Burton has disappeared. <laughs> as Anthony well. Miller. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. he, Anthony Miller gave you what you expect from rookie <laughs> wide receivers: one or two yes. good games, and then nothing. Um, you know, yeah. that that happens for most of rookie wide receivers. Um, you know, out of the bunch of them, DJ Moore has been the most consistent, and even he's mm-hmm. been up and down. That's just the nature of the beast when you're a rookie. Yes. Yep. Yep. So uh, Green Bay allows. 
just 19.1 points per game at home as opposed to uh, 28.8 points per game when they play on the road. So they obviously they're playing in Chicago. That counts as a road game. What do you think about the uh, about this game? Do you think that the Bears could cover the five? Who I, I do think they can cover the five. Um, do I think that's strongly enough to bet it? Probably not. Um, look, it, it's yeah, still I, Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> All he needs is like three or four good plays a game to wreck that. <laughs> you know, so it's still Aaron Rodgers. Really hard to bet out against him. Uh, just because of what he can do. If all of a sudden mm-hmm. he, he comes alive and has a good game, then you're toast. I mean, there's no doubt about it. Look, what, <laughs> you know, Brady's been up and down pretty much all year, and then a couple weeks ago, all of a sudden he lights it up again. Um, right. You know, last week, lights it up again. He just, these guys are too good to keep him down all year. I just, I have a hard time doing that. I, for me, I think I like the over in this mm-hmm. one, because I do think there will be some points scored, but I, I don't know if I like the over. Uh, I mean, the uh, point spread here. Mm-hmm. I take the Packers to cover. I take the Bears to win. I think the Bears will win, but uh, I don't know if they'll cover the five. These Fair two enough. teams just know each other too well, mm. you know. Uh, but, that uh, they do. You're right. It's I mean, not like you, it, not like the cold weather favors one over the other. <laughs> right, 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 right. It's like you know, two polar bears playing. Uh, you know, they're, they're both used to it, right? So, uh, yeah, and, and, you know, we're talking about, you know, starting certain quarterbacks over Rodgers. Rodgers still has just one interception on the season. That, yeah, that really, that's amazing. It's a week 15, <laughs> you know, and that's one uh, that's a prop bet, too. Uh, Look at him. He, he can't know, even complete he, passes to the other guys. <laughs> you see, you see what I'm saying. Uh, but uh, all right, well let's let's move on. Try to get uh, as many players as we can. So uh, we have the uh, Cincinnati Bengals at home to the Raiders, and uh, this spread is uh, the Cincinnati Minus three. Bengals. Yeah, forty six over under. So uh, hey, uh, Martavis Bryant finally suspended. They were talking about this like back in in June, right? Weren't the, weren't the, oh like, yeah, yeah, they, yeah, happening? yeah, <laughs> yeah. They've been talking about it all year, all year, all year. And then yeah. it took them this long to actually do it. Um, yeah, to, uh, a lot of lawyers going back and forth. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I, I just you know it's just the NFL. There was no video, so they didn't have to react quickly. <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so uh, Raiders without Martavis Bryant. And, you know, hope, wish him the best. But uh, in terms of fantasy, it means nothing because he really has been doing Yeah, nothing. he's done nothing. Yeah, you, 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 you just wish him the best uh, to get rid of his demons. But anyway, uh, Derek Carr, you mentioned that he's been playing better. Uh, eight touchdowns, no picks in his last four games. Last two games against the Chiefs and, and Pittsburgh, averaging 303 uh, passing yards and uh, you know, the five touchdowns and, and no interceptions. So Derek Carr has been coming on. Yeah, Derek Carr's been playing some good football ever since he got rid of uh, Cooper. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah, Cooper's yeah, playing good football and Carr is playing good football. Kind of weird how yeah, that like, worked out. Um, it's like you get divorced, just, right, and you find a better yeah. mate. <laughs> but let you know. Let, let's not get crazy. Um, he, the first week he did it was against the Chiefs um, at right. home, which they are not the greatest defense on the road. Uh, right. A little better at home, but not the greatest on the road by far. Uh, second game against the Steelers, though, that was a little unexpected. 322 yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions. As a matter of fact, he hasn't thrown an interception since week five against the Chargers. So, you know, mm-hmm. he has been playing good. Um, for him, it really comes down to will he get you over 250 yards and will he get you at least two touchdowns? I think in this right. in this game against the Bengals offense, he has a damn good chance to do both of those things. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, Bengals uh, number one in giving uh, up fantasy points to running backs, number two overall in giving up fantasy points to quarterbacks. But as of late, they've been playing a little bit better. Uh, they have as of been, late, yep. Yeah. Eighth, eighth fewest uh, fantasy points to quarterbacks past two weeks. But like I said, overall, uh, number two. So, uh, hey, uh, sticking with the uh, Raiders, Doug Martin, touchdowns in three straight. I, I hate to even mention his name. Ugly uh, yard <laughs> carry, 3.2 during that stretch. Uh, but uh, Bengals, like I said, giving up the most fantasy points to fan- uh, fantasy uh, running backs. They've given up at least one rushing touchdown to running backs in eight straight games. Uh, so what are you thinking about <laughs> Doug Morton? 
look, there's there's worse plays out there, you know, than Martin is because, like you said, three straight games of, of getting in the end zone. You got to like that. Uh, yeah, again, not a not a ton of yardage to go with it, but you know, all they need to do is get him a goal line plunge, and he gets you a chance to get it that double digits. Is it a guarantee? Absolutely not. Um, he doesn't catch a lot of passes. They're not throwing to him a ton, so that hurts. In this matchup, though, he's probably got a damn good shot to get 75 yards and a good shot at a, a touchdown. So, you know, mm-hmm. odds are there. Would I really want to count on him in Week 15? Probably not. Mm. Uh, who do you think benefits uh, from Martavis Bryant being out? Even though Martavis Bryant really hasn't been doing much yeah, fantasy wise, but yeah, but I mean, I, look, I think we're going to see the start every week as a tight end. Right, yeah. Jared Cook yeah. is playing well right now, no doubt about it. He's got to be in there, uh, and Jordy yeah. Nelson has been playing pretty well again lately too. So I think he has a shot to be a good play this week. Not loving it. There's always a chance that nothing happens, but you know, if, if you really got to take that roll of dice type of guy into week. 15, I think Nelson has the upside to be that guy. Mm-hmm. You think Jalen Richard gets a little bit more attention? I know he's a running back and not a wide receiver, but he, you know, specialty is catching passes. Yeah, I, I mean, in PPR, he gives you that chance to get to double digits, but, you know, he, he hasn't been doing as well as he was doing earlier in the season. It, it seemed to have come down just a little bit. So I'm not sure I'm ready to really go crazy with him. I love Joe Mixon this week. Uh, Raiders give up 100. I do love Mixon. Yes, yeah. I agree with you. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, when we come back, uh, we'll continue breaking down week 15 for you. And uh, school will be out for summer at one point. Little Alice Cooper taking us out. Listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network weekend fantasy update. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your Daily Roto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. the Fantasy Sports Radio Network Weekend Fantasy Update. Little dire straits. Money is for nothing. Yeah, tell that to my mechanic. <laughs> yeah. Well, DailyRoto.com can help you get some money. Uh, you want to be uh, the next Daily Fantasy Legend? Try DailyRoto.com for free this holiday season. That's that right. You are a legend in your own mind. That's right. Free advice from Fantasy Pros, free NBA DFS projections, free optimizer access, and free everything else you need to dominate daily fantasy basketball this holiday season. Stuff your stockings with cold, hard cash and get free access to Daily Roto with the promo code DRHOLIDAYS to access your free trial. That is DailyRoto.com, and the promo code is DRHOLIDAYS. You're a legend. That's our breaking news sounder. Uh Uh-oh, what do we got there? What do we got? Ian Rappaport at Rap Sheet on Twitter is reporting. And if you don't know who Ian Rappaport is, why are you listening to us? Um, <laughs> is saying it is highly unlikely that James Conner plays tomorrow. Hmm. Okay. There you go. I mean, I think we all kind of knew that, but it's good yeah. to get somebody saying <laughs> that it's actually true. So, um, Right, right. 
Uh, you, you and I both uh, kind of uh, like felt that that was going to happen, and now. Uh, well, the odds were we against have... him playing anyway, no doubt. But yeah, you know, it, it's nice to have some kind of confirmation. Although he doesn't really name his source, so we'll have to mm-hmm. still have to be on edge and make sure we follow that right up until game time. Right. Sean, you didn't call uh, Rappaport and say that uh, he was unlikely to play, did you? You're not the, yeah. um, the, the, the source, are you? I guess, I guess not. He's being quiet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're he's, gonna start calling Sean Deep Throat. The, uh, there you go. <laughs> Little Nixon. Uh, uh, oh no, it has nothing to do with politics. Oh, it's that other thing. Oh, okay. Stop. <laughs> Stop. All right. Hey. Uh, hey. So Tyler Boyd. <laughs> hey, let's just finish off this quick. This uh, Bengals Raiders game because it's. Uh, just really intense. So you, you like Tyler? I know you put him in uh, your uh, DFS lineup. Yeah, I don't, I don't love him. That was just a point mm-hmm. of trying to get in a cheap salary, and I that is definitely the one player I, I'm going back and forth on. You know, right. the Oakland, you know, pretty good secondary, ninth uh, against opposing wide receivers over the, you know, the last five weeks, tenth on the season. So they're playing pretty well, um, and, and they've gone against some good wide receivers of late: Pittsburgh, KC, Baltimore, uh, Baltimore, not really Arizona, not Martin, really, but the Chargers, um, and, and put up good numbers. So, yeah, I'm not. I think Boyd has enough opportunity. I think he gets enough targets to where he'll, you know, should be able to get close to that double-digit points. But I don't really feel strongly about it, if you know what I mean. No, I understand. Yeah, I, I'm with you. Uh, we're talking about targets. I'm surprised that he is second on the team uh, in targets since Jeff, Jeff Driscoll has taken over for Andy Dalton. He has 19 Driscoll's number one targeted uh, receiver is C.J. Uzuma. So uh, yeah, I definitely don't and, have any faith in Uzuma. <laughs> even though the Raiders give up uh, most fantasy points to tight Yeah, it, it, it's more like every other time this season <laughs> that I've I've decided to take the shot on Uzuma, Uz- right. Uzama, Uzuma, whatever Uzama. I think I don't know. Every other time that I think I've wanted to take the shot on him because the matchup looked great, he has just completely burned me. And we're talking about a guy who's had one double-digit game all season uh, against mm-hmm. the Steelers. He went six for 51. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, even in the, the two weeks he had touchdowns, he didn't make double-digit points those weeks because he only had mm-hmm. two receptions in each of those games. You know, mm-hmm. I... I just don't trust him. <laughs> I just right. don't, you know, back against the Browns in week 12, I, I think, ah, man, I'm trying to remember. I don't have the numbers in front of me, but I think he had like 12 targets, catches six of them for 39 yards and still doesn't get you into double digits with 12 targets. I, I, I just don't have any faith in him. No way I'm using him in week 15. All right. I'm pulling up his numbers. Uh, you were saying against the Browns? Uh, yeah, I was pretty sure it was the Browns. 12 in targets. Week 12. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, 12 targets, six catches, 39 yards. Yeah, so, yeah, I, so. I see where you're coming. Yeah. All right, so what do you think about the, uh, the, the spread in this game? Uh, they're getting the home three points is what they're getting. Um, yeah. I'll tell you the truth. I, I think I take the, the, the points with Raiders at this point. I <laughs> just mm. think the last few games they're playing better football. They are. It's amazing that they uh, that they even won last week. Uh, got a stat though: one four and one against the spread in their last six games played in the Eastern Time Zone. That's the Raiders. So Ooh, okay, I got to change my pick. Yeah. No. yeah. So, <laughs> I, I don't. Hey, look, believe me, I don't say it with a whole a hell of a lot of confidence. And if it's I my hear, money, I, I don't make this bet. <laughs> but right, if it's right. your money, go right. ahead, make the bet. We 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 okay. There you go. And we got the time zone on our side, so I'm going to take the Bengals. <laughs> All right, let's move on. We got the uh, the Colts and the Cowboys. Uh, Colts are home, and uh, Colts put an end to the Texans' eight-game winning streak. Cowboys have won five straight, eight and five, and lead the NFC East. Uh, boy, <laughs> who thought about that? Dak Prescott in the six games with Amari Cooper. He's averaged 8.1 yards per attempt with uh, 12 all-purpose touchdowns before BC, before Cooper. Uh, 6.9 yards per attempt with uh, 10 touchdowns in the seven pre-Amari Cooper games. Well, look, right, so this is a big, big game big for, for you know both teams. Dallas wins this game. They win the division. They get you know a, a home game, which would be big for them. It might be the only one they win. Um, right. We know they don't go past the first round all that often uh, in right. the playoffs. <laughs> they don't want to bet on them. 
But yeah. uh, so you know, it's a big game for them. They they want that home field uh, as long as they can get it. So it's huge for them. Uh, you know, on the other side of the coin, you know, the Colts need this as well, just to to try and stay in the mix. Mm-hmm. Uh, Evan Silva from Roto World. Uh, had a really good stat that I want to share with you, and he credits Sports Info Solutions uh, for it. So Dak Prescott is averaging 8.8 yards per pass attempt with an 8-to-1 touchdown-to-interception ratio when he faces man coverage. And zero touchdowns and two picks on 91 pass attempts when he faces zone coverage. Now the Colts run zone coverage at the NFL's highest clip 72 percent so this could be a fade well it could be definitely be tough no doubt about it uh, mm-hmm. you know but th- this is where you got to make your bones you know he wants to prove right, that right. he is indeed their franchise quarterback this is a game right. he needs to take even if you know the defense is playing uh, you know in a scheme that he doesn't normally do well in if he wants to prove he can play with the big boys and he's going to be their franchise quarterback these are the type of games he has to win uh, you know he yes. did it in New Orleans came out and played a great game against a tough New Orleans team and took that win he needs to do it again Mm-hmm. What do you think about? Uh, it's a good point, uh, and you know he has to win over uh, Cowboys fans. Cowboys fans have no faith in him whatsoever. He's been a little bit better in fantasy, so he's kind of winning over some fantasy people. But when it comes to true Dallas Cowboy fans, they don't like Dak Prescott. <laughs> yeah, well, there is. There's a lot of Cowboys fans. Look, the, you know, the one thing we know about Dak Prescott is he's got to learn to protect that football. He can't, you know, if he's running around back there, if he's being chased, he can't just be having the one hand sticking out, holding the football. You just can't do that in this league. You know, it's going to be grabbed at every single time. So he's got to learn to tuck that ball in when he's moving no matter what. He can't leave it out there. That's one of the big things. I think he's got six fumbles so far in the season because of that. He needs to turn that around. You know, Cooper has helped a lot with everything else. This offense is finally doing well. They're, they're finally, you know, passing to to Ezekiel Elliott, getting him involved in the passing game, which everybody's been shouting at them to do forever, and they just didn't right, do it right. for whatever reason. Everybody, oh, Ezekiel, oh, he doesn't catch any passes. No, no, he doesn't catch any passes because they don't throw him the freaking football. <laughs> now all of a sudden they're right. throwing him the freaking football. He's catching everything they're throwing at him. So it was right, had right. nothing to do with talent and all to do with scheme. They weren't doing it. Now they're finally doing it. So it's, you know, Cooper, look, I was never a big Cooper fan when he was in Oakland because he was just too inconsistent, too well, too well too up and down for me. Since he's come here, they have made him the truly the number one target, the, the one guy that this passing offense is going to run through, and he's mm-hmm. doing well. He's responding well. Um, you know, Dak isn't afraid to throw the ball up and let him go get it, which is one of the strongest parts of Cooper's game. Throw the ball up mm-hmm. there, let him go get it. He's great at attacking that high point ball and coming down with it. So, you know, it's always the balls that are right into his body that he always seems to have the hardest part with. You know, he, he just doesn't seem to get his hands in the right place and makes, you know, a lot of bad mistakes when the ball's thrown into his body. But throw it up in the air. Let him go get it. That's what he does best. He's one of the best at it. So they're finally right. utilizing him the correct way. And, and he's really given them the end results that they wanted to. Everybody in the beginning was said, oh, how could you give up a first-round pick for Cooper? Now everybody's saying, wow, I can't believe we only had to give up a first-round pick for Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. Uh, but at the time, <clears throat> at the time, uh, you know, with what Cooper had been doing uh, with the Raiders, it did seem like they were overpaying. But yeah, we'll see. And you mentioned Zeke, uh, you know, not getting involved in the uh, pass uh, game. But lately they have been. Uh, past five games, uh, averaging just over seven catches. Uh, Colts yield the NFL's second most catches and fourth most receiving yards per game to running backs. So that that might be how the uh, you know in terms of are you are you feel confident in getting Zeke out there uh, this week because the Colts have been a little bit better actually attacking the run game. But uh, you know with Zeke being more involved in the passing game uh, lately, that might be the way to go. 
Oh, I'll play it in Zeke no matter what. I don't care who it is. <laughs> Zeke is match proof. I don't care. I, uh, it yeah, plays no, the Bears. Yeah. You're playing him. Yeah, I mean, you're not even thinking about it. Look, this is a guy, I'm pretty sure on the season, only had one game where he wasn't double digits, and that was against the Redskins where they just didn't need him. Uh, he didn't have to do much in that game. Uh, since mm-hmm. then, he's like you said, he's been catching balls like crazy, and they're getting him involved mm-hmm. in the passing game. I mean, at this point, he's just a guy you ride and die with. It doesn't matter. Uh, whether he pulls it out or not, he's just too good to sit no, no matter what. Um, number mm-hmm. five running back on this season and, and just really crushing it of late. So, you know, mm-hmm. I, I mean, that would be getting too pretty trying to pull him out. you got to play him, no doubt. I don't think right. anybody's really having that issue. Uh, and I don't care what the defense is. He's going to run right through them. Yes. How about on the Colts side? Uh, you know, Andrew Luck been phenomenal. You know, uh, what about Marlon Mack? Uh, Don't like Mac. (laughs) Don't like Mac. First of all, he's a one-dimensional guy because he doesn't catch a lot of passes. So that always Mm -hmm. hurts. And, you know, Dallas is playing outstanding against the run. Uh, Eight on Mm -hmm. the season, but number one over the last five weeks against the run, uh, just shutting down runners. They've only given up five rushing touchdowns on the season. Yeah, you know, they give up a little bit more through the air to the running backs with 79 catches, a little over 500 yards and three you know, passing touchdowns to the position. But, man, they, they're really tough to score on rushing-wise. Don't like Mac this week at all. I would find other options if you even have a choice. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Sean Lee is coming back. So uh, uh, Dallas has held uh, posting running. I don't think that really even matters. Van Der Esch and, and that other rookie. Yeah. I, I mean, those kids are playing some excellent football. I, I think really I wouldn't are. be yeah. surprised at all if we see Sean Lee on a uh, snap count today. Uh, tomorrow. Right. Yeah. Uh, what about, uh, well, T.Y. Hilton, we talked about he's going to be a game-time decision. Uh, but do you fade the he rest of He was last uh, week. I think he plays yeah. this week. And if he plays, I'm playing him. I'm sorry. He just We saw last week. I told everybody last week, if he plays, I'm playing him. You know, he, he carries risks. There's no doubt about it. But his upside is, is too big, as we saw last week. Uh, you know, Dallas is good against the pass, no, no doubt. Number two on the season against opposing wide receivers. But I, actually, over the last five weeks, they're number 10. So, you know, they've been slipping a little bit. I just could, you know, I can't sit T.Y. If he steps foot on that field, I'm riding him. Just want to remind everyone. <laughs> We're going to open up uh, the phone lines like we do uh, every week, 3 o'clock, uh, for that segment, 844-843-6879. Any questions that you have, you can also tweet out to us at FNTSY Radio. Uh, for the remainder of the show, we have a, a little over an hour left with you on this Saturday afternoon of Week 15 in the NFL. Uh, at FNTSY Radio, like I said, at FNTSY Sportsnet. I'm at Joe Galina. He's at the Fantasy Taz. It's not the Fantasy Taz. It's Fantasy yeah. Taz, right? Okay. Yes, just Fantasy uh, Taz. Yes. Yeah, so. All right. So let's finish up with the Colts and the, the one and only. What do we just Fantasy Taz? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so what are we thinking about this uh, this game in terms of uh, you know uh, points, uh, the way it's going to turn out? Do the Colts uh, the Colts could win this game? I think the Colts have a good shot at winning this game. I think they they can upset Dallas. Look, Dallas has been playing good, no doubt, but it's almost like they're due for a fall, a little letdown here at this point because, you know, I think that New Orleans game was huge. Uh, they had to fight it out with, with a bad Philly team last week, had to take it into mm-hmm. overtime. I think Indy, if, if T.Y. plays and, and, and then they could, you know, put up some points, I think Indy has a good chance of winning this game. So, you know, it, yeah. it's not a rock-solid lock, but I think I like Indy laying points at home i think they can definitely give dallas a little bit of fits here and there yep three-point favorite 47 and a half over under in this game so uh yeah i'm with you on that um, what do you think about the over under i think that number's tough man I, it feels like it's like right there you know 24 mm-hmm. 23 is a game i could see e- easily happening yeah yeah i might go slightly under yeah, but I agree. With I, I kind of you know, lean a, that way too. I kind of lean the mm-hmm. under. Mm-hmm. Right. So as we uh, head out into commercial, uh, fantasy football talk is a is a site that you created on uh, on Facebook. Let's read uh, one of the questions from there. Billy Roche says he he has uh, Dante Pettis, Deshaun Hamilton, or Josh Reynolds. He has to pick two, and he doesn't say whether or not it's a PPR or not. 
Ooh, you know, that's a tough one. You know, Goff has not been throwing the ball a ton lately, so we're not seeing them, you know, getting to those wide receivers. But this this is a game where they should be able to take advantage. You know, been leaving a bad taste in their mouth. I expect them to come out and throw in this one. Josh Reynolds, I think, if I want the upside, if I need the upside, if whatever, if my opponent played Damian Williams and Mike Williams and I need upside, I go with Reynolds. If not, I, I kind of like... I definitely like Hamilton, and I yeah. kind of like Pettis a little bit more, but Pettis is banged up, so I could see flip-flopping there. Yeah, I think I'd go Hamilton. More uh, better chance of, of getting volume this week. We'll be right back.